Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Welcome to episode 15. Yep, 15. Can you believe we've done 15 of these? Mm-hmm. No, actually 14, because we're now doing 15. <laughs> True. We yeah. haven't finished 15 Can you yet. believe we've done 14 of these and started one more? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I can believe that. Have you followed us on Facebook and, and Instagram? <laughs> At the Fiolas? <laughs> yeah. Dot com. No, not dot com, <laughs> just Fiolas. But you can follow our show notes for this episode at thefaolas.com slash 15. We'll put all the links and anything we talk about in this episode in that post. On this episode, we'll talk about our drive from Cody to the south entrance and our stay around the Grand Teton area. Which has been so much fun. It's a beautiful area and... Bonus, a ton of wildlife. Mm -hmm. It's made up for Yellowstone, that's for sure. Yeah. We went through the park um, from the east entrance. We drove around Yellowstone Lake and then had it as the the road loops around, basically. And uh, as you drive south out of Yellowstone, we got into, you almost immediately go into like, Grand Teton National Park. There's a little bit of um, Rockefeller or something yeah, the or another. What's it called? Something Rockefeller Rock Junior Ma Memorial Memor Parkway. Yeah. I think it's like seven miles. But it's just, it's still pro federally protected land in between the two parks. And, and it's a really easy drive, really beautiful drive. That was probably one of the easier drives through Yellowstone with the RV, I think. Yeah, I think so. And beautiful. I'd really like to get out on Yellowstone Lake, but... I don't want to swim in it, though. I don't want to swim in it, but I want to go out and... <laughs> I boat. saw some people swimming in it, and I don't know if that's, like, <laughs> very healthy. Why? Because there's springs and stuff in it. People get in hot springs all the time. Just minerals. True. That is true. People get in and hot And there's springs. sponges. I want to get in hot springs, so I guess that's true. I was thinking like Yellowstone things, and I'm like, I don't want to go near that. You're thinking like, a sulfur hot spring. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, but it was a pretty easy drive. We found a couple good spots down on the south end. No, it's basically right, right on the boundary of Grand Teton National Park in yeah, I think National when Forest. We, when we drive out of this little area, when we get to the main road, that's the national. Yeah, there, there's a sign that says entering the national park. And we're in National Forest now, right? Yeah. We have stayed at two different places in this area. Uh, the first place was pretty cool. The second place is just a gravel parking lot. There's actually a road, though, that's right next to it. It's four miles long with camp spots. And a little creek. Yeah, it has a little creek. But there's little spots throughout the four miles, and there's some really good spots. But we just didn't want to drive back looking for a spot. Plus, the further you get back in the national forest, the weaker our signal gets. Exactly, and you have to have signal to work. So, yep. but either way, this is a good spot. I mean, it's 
It's not as cool as the first spot. That's called, um, I don't know if it's official or not. It's like the Upper Teton View. Is that and, the first spot that we yeah. went to? And that is, uh, it's up on a hill. You do have to drive up a couple like switch, little switchbacks. It's just kind of yeah, a narrow dirt And it's very road. narrow. So going up is not that major unless someone's coming down. I guess it's the same deal. We got lucky going up. Uh, and then going down, I just drove down first and made sure nothing like a fifth wheel was coming up or anything. There were a couple cars, but they did get over. But that road is pretty narrow. There's a sign when you first pull into that area that says no RVs. No RVs over 30 feet. And we're 36. We did it just fine. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there was some big fifth wheels up there. Yeah, and, there was like a 45-foot toy hauler up there and with no problem. So yeah, people go up there all the time with those. It's just I think there is one road at the fork before you go all the way up. Um, that road, we didn't go on the road, but it just from wh what I could see, it looked really rough. So I, and there's a sign there that says no RVs. And I think that going up to where we were, uh, you know, if there was a fifth wheel coming up and an RV going down, there would be an issue. Yeah. That'd be a problem. You'd have to do some switching. <laughs> Somebody would be reversing, whether it's reversing <laughs> back up the hill or back down the hill. I wouldn't want to do either. Yeah, <laughs> but that spot was really cool. It was grass. They were like individual um, marked spots. And what is it? Two RVs and a tent can stay on one or a tent and an RV or something? Well, somebody, some one of the people told us that you could put two RVs in one site. I didn't see any signage or anything that said that. But And some of them were kind of small. So, yeah, some, of, some them of them are big enough to definitely share. And there were people sharing sites, which you know whatever they all have fire rings and stuff so but uh -huh. there's designated camp spots it used to be like i think when i first found out about this spot it wasn't a designated site like they hadn't kind of improved it it was just like a you know field and people just parked all over and i see that all over now people the forest service and blm they're actually starting to designate camp spots i think that's their way of trying to keep things cleaned up and nice and yeah they have somebody that comes around like this one was five days only before labor day and they had somebody coming around and checking like yep. every day we were technically over the five day i think we did six days right i mean it was maybe five and a half but nobody said anything so i think because we we're close to labor day they just didn't care yeah um but we had our, the way we were parked, our entire front window of our class A was the Grand Tetons. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Of course, we only got On to see it like <laughs> two or three days or two days or so. It was so smoky. Yeah, a couple of the days it was smoky. Actually, today where we're at, um, we can still see the Grand Tetons from our spot now, and it's completely covered in smoke today. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like just like. Yesterday was awesome. There's just like this big hill covered in trees, and then it looks like there's nothing else. <laughs> just blank. Yeah, it's a good way to describe it. It just looks blank. There's no... Like, just like the sky. Yep, yeah, the like sky a cloudy sky. <laughs> Except for there's some huge mountains back there. So both of these campsites that we've stayed at since we've been here are just a few minutes apart. How far apart are they? Like five, ten minutes. It's just a couple of miles between the two spots that we've stayed at. Um, and either one, is, it's like super convenient to get into the park. Um, there's just south is Moose Junction. It's maybe ten minutes away. And then if you go north, it's probably 
10 to 12 minutes away. I think that's Moran Junction. They just get you into different parts of the park. And like how the park is set up, there's the two main roads, right? This road out here, which is the highway road. What road is that? Like, I think you it's eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, and then it kind of like, so it's this whole road goes the horizontal or whatever, like along the mountain ridge, and then there's another one that's closer to the. Yeah, it's mo- like Inner Park Drive. Yeah, or and inner they park kind road. of connect. With the junctions, right? Yep. If I'm right. Okay. <laughs> and then you can do the littler roads off the the road that's closer to the mountain. Yeah, the Inner Park Road kind of, it takes you to um, some of the different features, like um, Jenny Lake. Like, there's more scenic. And that Moose it's Road. It's kind of like a scenic byway. And it connects with the Moose Wilson Road, which is where we've seen all the wildlife. But then if you if you go com- for, further north, you go around Jackson Lake. And there's a few junctions up there, like, um, well, the marina and pizzeria that we went to. Yeah, what is that pizzeria? Leaks. It's called Leaks Marina and Pizzeria. It was really, really good pizza. Yes. Yeah, it we was got very large good. cheese and pesto bread, which was delicious. It was bread with cheese and, like, seasoning that. Pesto sauce. Oh. Did you That's like what it? Called. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> That's yes. pretty good because Lexi's not a bread person. So <laughs> we actually had that on the way home from southern the southern part of Yellowstone, Old Faithful, and stuff. Um, and that was really that's a really good stop. It's right when you pull out of well, not right when you pull out of the that Rockefeller area, but it's it's in the very northern part of Grand Teton National Park. Because it's right on, the marina's right on Jackson Lake. But they have a, they offer a lot of, you know, different types of specialty pizzas. Um, they have a couple sandwiches, like kids menu and stuff like that. And after Labor Day, you can stay longer at these campsites, which is probably a little bit more convenient. Uh, we had to change places. Like I said, we, we would have liked to stay at the other place the whole time. And we probably could have. I guess one of the major reasons, like, we could have stayed there uh, and probably just, you know, got away with it or whatever, but we had to go get water and do the tanks, mm-hmm. and we didn't really want to, like, have the hassle of going back up the hill and parking again. And if we went all the way up there, and then they said we had to move. After Labor Day, so the reason why it was kind of iffy for us is because we are, it was right around Labor Day. Yeah. Like, Labor Day was today yeah (laughs) i just had to do the math there yeah labor day is today so i think they just got a little bit more free at the end um but the people that told us about our site they actually said they got a note on their door yeah saying it was time to go saying it was time to go so they were pretty strict there um but both these spots have the five-day limit both look like great spots though i would highly recommend both of these spots yeah and it's it's usually during peak season like may 1st to labor day is the five-day limit and you might actually the spot that we're at right now i don't know if this is different than that road because the road right next to it i mean you're you pretty much go down and we'll have these tagged in the um, show notes but you drive down this dirt like gravel road back to this area and then there's this big gravel parking lot that you'll see everyone's like kind of parked in and they actually have spaces made. Yeah, they but, have spots marked out. And it's a, I mean, there's a room for probably, I don't know, 30 rigs in here. Yeah, more than likely, unless it's a hot 
weekend, <laughs> like 4th of July weekend, you probably would get a spot here. Um, next to it, though, so you can kind of go to the right. You'll see it. It's right there. There's the road that goes back, and it says it's a four-mile road. I think that might be different than this. So you could possibly stay over there for five days and here for five days, and you wouldn't have to go too far. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't. We haven't stopped. I haven't stopped to look at the signage to see what what's what around here. That does go back quite a ways, though. We went back. The girls and I, when we were waiting for Tony, we went back about a mile, and there's a stream back there. But it's really bumpy. There are some really good spots that are like great views of the Tetons. Um, the spots are very spread out. Like. I almost feel like they could add in a few more spots, <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it's nice back there if you can get a spot. And I can see like just from our spot right now in the in the bigger lot, there's a big fifth wheel, probably like another half mile back. I yeah. can see it from here. Yeah, the road is actually not bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I think you'd be fine. There's a couple spots that were kind of like washed out a little bit, um, but people with fifth wheels probably have no problem or or trailers, even your, I mean, I mean it really just comes down to uh, what you're willing to drive your RV through. Cause we, I mean, <laughs> we've probably taken ours way more places than the average class A driver would take theirs. Yeah. true. <laughs> we've been on some pretty sketchy roads. Yep. True. But either way, both these spots are really close to the park. You get you can get into the park pretty easy. Um, and we actually went to Yellowstone yesterday. How long was that, though? It was quite a ways. I think it was an from here to Old Faithful was an hour and 45 minutes. It was a pretty good hike. Old Faithful is quite a ways into the park, though, as well. But, like, if you're going to, what are those other, Westgate or West Thumb? West Thumb, Geyser Basin, like that, or West Thumb Basin? West Thumb, and then there's the... Or the other, uh, Grant, Grant Village. Oh, yeah, yeah. So those two would be much closer. All right, let's talk about the animals in the Tetons. Yay! Because the Grand Tetons has not let us down. We were getting a little, uh, I don't know what to say, like a little depressed from Yellowstone. (laughs) I was, at least. Yeah, not If you've heard the last few podcasts, I love Yellowstone. It's definitely a favorite. I think it might be one of my top favorites. Uh, But I was expecting to see a little bit more animals. I mean, we did see one black bear, but... But we've seen eight bears in the Tetons. Yeah, just total bears. Our first night, we saw a grizzly bear. Yeah. Walk right by the jeep. Yeah, it's huge. It was scary. Total, we've seen three moose. Lots of elk and lots of bison. And pronghorn. Yep. And deer. a beaver. Deer. <laughs> yep, and deer. Let's talk about the bears, though. What The second night, what did we see, Lexi? The baby bears. Yeah, cubs. we saw baby bears. There were two. Two and cubs were, in the tree, right? They were so cute. So they were like, Dad, Dad got like a million photos. You guys got photos too. Yeah, I got a photo. They were climb the the cubs were climbing on a tree and they're like falling and like catching themselves on a different branch and they were so cute. I think and, they were looking for berries on a bush. And there was a, like a teenager and like a cub cub. Yeah, I got up early one morning, like before sunrise. To go get the Junior Ranger bucks. 
Did you see the sunrise? I did see the sunrise. I got a picture of it. Do you know what a sunrise is? Yes. <laughs> it's where the sun <laughs> goes up to the sky. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just wondering. He's making fun of you because you don't get up that early. None of us get but up I that did, early. I got up super early, and my, my intention was to go get the Junior Ranger books from the Visitor Center. But because I was up so early, I decided to drive down that Moose Wilson Road. And it paid off because I did get much closer to like a uh, adult black bear in what looked like probably like a ju- you know young juvenile and then a cub. Cub cub. Like a baby cub. And then you also drove down a mile or so and saw another bear. Saw another bear in the same spot that we saw the bears, I think the night before or two nights before, where we originally saw the bears. So, yeah, there was a lot of activities. They actually closed that road um, a few days prior to us even getting into the area because of the heavy, heavy bear activity because they're foraging right now to stock up for winter. And there's a lot of berries on that. Yeah, so that because there was so much bear activity on that road, they had to close it for a couple of days. So after this podcast today, we're actually going to go look for more animals because I'm kind of obsessed. <laughs> They're so cool. It's so fun to see I, them. Oh, and we also saw one more bull moose. Yeah, we saw three total. Two chicks and one man. The guy was laying down and his, he had a huge antlers. How old do you think he was? I have no idea when it comes to this. And moose. there's <laughs> like red stuff on his horns. It's velvet. Yeah, it was yeah pretty much all scraped off, but he had some dangling, some off. dangling off. Yeah, yeah, he was huge. I could tell he was huge just from. He was just laying down, munching on the ba- the bush right next to him. <laughs> I know he's being lazy, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we saw the two um, cow moose on Moose Road. On Moose Road, <laughs> one was by the river, and then the other one was out like in the marsh. And both times, no cameras. <laughs> Cell phone picture, which is terrible, but at least I got something. A memory. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, the other one, the bull moose, we got some decent pictures of it. Except for he was just being boring laying there. I want one like, I still think we can find one. We're still here today. That I want one walking. Because then you can or, really see how big they are. Yeah. Or being eaten by some wolves or a bear. <laughs> I mean, that would... Be your mother's dream, but that would be sad. That's not my dream. Two bull moose fighting. How cool would that be? Yeah, that would be be cool. cool. We did see some elk, so we saw a bunch of elk off of this road, right? No, it was off of the inner road. Okay, it was over by Jenny Lake area. And there was, I mean, there was probably 30 elk, maybe more at least. Yeah, there was a ton, and I only saw one. There's one giant bull elk, yeah, and he was huge, yeah. He was huge, and the rest, I think, were females. <laughs> he had, yeah, like, 40 was, women. <laughs> yeah, I saw no other antlers anywhere. I mean, he was, like, active. He was, like, running all around. Yep. <laughs> I thought he was getting ready to fight someone else. I got excited, and then I was like, oh, there's no other males out there, so I don't know what he's fighting with. <laughs> so did we see all of the animals on Moose Road? No. I mean, the pronghorn and the elk and stuff are off different roads. So we highly recommend Moose Road. 
We've seen almost all of the animals after five or in the morning. Yeah, if you're if you're willing to get up early enough, um, that's probably the best time to see them. For just even when I before I did that, that's what I looked up. And um, I mean that's usually the trend. Like in Yellowstone, that's when you see the wolves usually. But yeah, we we've had a lot of good luck right in that just kind of couple concentrated areas, especially Moose Wilson Road. So the first night we were there, we were driving down Moose Road. We we're getting ready to turn off the road onto like a dirt road. Yeah, there's a few little turnoffs that you can. There's no other loops on that road, but there's some turnoffs to, that'll take you to like trailheads. And there's a couple little like um, I don't know, it's like a visitor center area or something. Oh, museum. Some sort of museum mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. We we're getting ready to turn off, and Tony's like, "Oh, I just saw a shadow." So, and I knew right away it was a bear, just the way it was like the shadow kind of stumbled off the road. Yeah, just it's pretty much the way it was moving, yeah. (laughs) Just kind of slow and like lumbering and like... It's legs going in front of each one. Yeah, and it helped because there was like, there was a car on the other side, like oncoming traffic that was stopped. So you could kind of see it cross the road. I'm like, oh, there's something. Yeah, so we kind of went up a little bit, and then it just decided it didn't want to go into where it was going in, and then turned back around and walked right next to the Jeep. It was pretty cool. We have some photos, but they're phone photos because and through a window. Because Tony was too scared to open the window. And he was walking. (laughs) Yeah, Kristen's like, roll down the window, take a picture. I'm like, that's a freaking grizzly bear (laughs) three feet from my door. Like, no thanks. (laughs) <laughs> have you seen the claws yeah that's how i knew it was a grizzly because at first i could because it was dark and so you could barely see like i mean you had to like look really good and i didn't see the hump at first i, I actually said are you sure it was a grizzly i mean it had long nails but maybe it just didn't cut his nails or something because <laughs> i didn't see the hump between its shoulder blades i just saw those nails that were long i did you did uh-huh. Well, you're on that side, which Yeah, was... we knew right away it was a grizzly bear. Yeah, I did too. I knew it was a grizzly too, just because of the nails. <laughs> but it was pretty wild. And turns out the vehicle that was stopped was actually a... Um, ranger. Park ranger, wildlife person. And he like was like pushing the bear along. Yeah. <laughs> he kept going. Because at first it was funny. I was like, gosh, is he going to like run the bear right out? Like I didn't know it was a ranger. And then when he got up. A little bit closer, I was like, oh, he's a ranger, and he's pushing the bear along. So the traffic can go by. That, or he didn't. I mean, he was close. He was close to us. (laughs) I think that's kind of what they do on purpose, to try to give him, you know, to bother him enough to where they get into the woods. Mm -hmm. I think they call it hazing him. And that was at night, too. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah, it was Uh, dark. It was dark, so... So you can also see animals if you go in the morning, but also at night. Yeah. And all them. along that road is, I mean, there's a, a pretty, I would say, premium habitat for a lot of different animals. Like there's like meadows and woods and marshes. There's ponds. a river, ponds. Like it's pretty much everything. Mountains. Anything else about the animals? No. Really. Except they were amazing. Yeah, and yeah. the babies were so cute. I know. I want to see those again tonight. And up and down the main road, 89 and 191, there's all kinds of ranches with horseback rides. There's horses everywhere, which is cool. And I keep seeing, like, 
whatever signs. Or, or like, horseback riding signs? Yes, horseback riding. Like horse crossing? Horse crossing. Horse crossing. <laughs> yeah. Just like Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it is an Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a couple bison. Not herds, but there's been a few. I would say, though, uh, Grand Teton's probably been our number one park for wildlife. Yes. Out of all of them. Yeah. Out 13. Of the, out of, oh, you mean all 13? Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say so. Because, I mean, the others, I mean, like, the other parks have had a lot. Like, bison, there was, like, hundreds of bison. Like, but you're counting it as just one. Just the variety. Yeah. And there's all kinds of birds. Like, there's, we've seen all kinds of. We've seen, we saw a lot of birds in Yellowstone. That is something that Yellowstone Ospreys, eagles, hawks. To where we were staying. If you're staying in this area and you need to dump or fill up, you can go into the park. That's where you Yeah, we used the um, uh, Signal Mountain area. There's a campground there with a free dump and water. So that's where we went. And it's about 25 minutes from here. So it's not bad. I mean, that's, I think I've driven further to dump before, but. And while we were in this area, we did another. Jeep trail. (laughs) Jeep trail, badge of honor trail. So we have our sixth badge. And we went to like a watchtower, a fire watchtower. The the trail itself is called Monument Ridge. And uh, the main attraction of this is uh an old mountaintop fire watchtower and it's like a super old little log cabin on the summit of a mountain we had our first picnic with the jeep our first picnic with the jeep yeah you mean like where we spread out a blanket yeah okay yeah not like jeep nick not like where you guys sit inside and i stand outside and eat (laughs) It's like we all sit outside. Yep. Not that was cool. It was a little windy, but and, it was beautiful. And we bought chips and salsa, and we like ate almost all the bag and half of the jar. We had fruit. <laughs> we had strawberries. And Elsa made a friend. Yep, a little poodle. She was a doodle. It was a labradoodle. He was a doodle, yeah, labradoodle. And Dexter kept going in the family photo. Oh, yeah, they were taking a photo, and our dogs kept going into their photo. We were like, no, Dex, come over here. <laughs> but that, that tra- trail wasn't anything crazy. No, I mean, there it was, was no, really pretty, some really very, pretty views. Yeah, the whole, from start to finish, and, you know, there's a couple different ways that you can take it. Um, no major obstacles or anything like that. It's just a pretty drive. It could be if it was, like, raining or something because yeah. you, you're on like a little dirt trail and you do kind of get up high but i wasn't scared so there's it's not a few puddles yeah if if you're familiar with the badge of honor like difficulty rating they rate it as like a i think it was like a two to eight difficulty and that really just depends on the weather so if it's dry and everything like that it's just like a two but to three when you're like part way into the trail do not take a, the left when you're coming in. Yeah, there's one part that it's an old part of the trail that's a really deep mud hole. But there's you can just drive right around it in a different different track. And when we were where we were, or like on the 
watchtower area, I saw like a bird, and that was looking like the opposite way, even though it was like yeah, right that was on the, the side. Are you trying to say that you spotted a bird before me? Yes. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> what you kind did. of bird was it? Red-tailed hawk. Yeah, red-tailed hawk. We get excited in this family when we see animals and birds before dad. Yeah. I've been doing really good myself, I have to say. Luck. Or me, because I've seen, like, thousands of deers, and you guys never even noticing them. Not lately. You guys have been preoccupied with other things. I spotted two things before dad, that bison and the bird. Well, I'm glad that we're going to start making this a competition. (laughs) from here on out so back to the jeep trail the it is the perfect landscape for animals some marsh right next to some the mountain. of it is like yeah mountaintop some of it is grassland shelf road driving on the side of the mountain some of it's in the valley so there's a lot of up and down a um, little bit you know it's a little there's rocky camping back there too yeah people are camping saw a few people atving but there's two ways you can get into it as well we went so it's south of Jackson, so I think we drove about an hour south of Jackson, and it's down 191, and you come to a little town called Bondurant or something like that, and then you'll come up to the road. And then you can actually drive all the way through. So you, when you're driving on the trail, you take a little detour up the fire tower. Yep. Then you come back down, and you continue on that trail, and it goes out to another road. That road is 191. The same road that we came in on further okay. down. That's cool. Yeah, I think it, what was it, maybe like 30 to 45 minutes out from the fire tower? I don't remember. It was roughly. <laughs> but the but whole way, was, it's pretty. And towards the other end, there's a lot more camping. Yep. There was some horseback riding campers. Yep, some um, group camps. And you're camping with cows. Yeah, there's a bunch of cows. Oh, yeah, through the throughout the whole trail, there's just, it's free-range cattle. Sometimes they're in the road. Sometimes we have to like almost nudge them out like of the act way. Like cowboys, yeah. get out and <laughs> yell at them. Yeah. Elsa, which is our dog, she actually loves like bison and cows. Anything really that looks like a big cow animal. Yeah. And she, likes the, she gets excited. She like put her head out and one p- foot out. So she will, other animals and stuff, she won't even, but bison and cows, she's obsessed with. Yeah. We made friends. We did? Oh, yeah. We met up with, well, we didn't meet up. We just kind of ran into another jeeper. We started a jeep jamboree with two people. (laughs) (laughs) They followed us through the whole trail. Yeah. It was fun. And then they came up and we took pictures of them and their jeep and... And the watchtower's cool. You can get inside of it and, you know, kind of get a feel of what it would have been like. But it was like, the door was, like, in front. Not, like, where you couldn't see it. No, but the rest of it was all windows. Yeah. Oh, and there was glass in there. Yeah, somebody broke all the windows out of it. A long time ago. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> the walls are practically down, guys. <laughs> it's, like, literally a log cabin. And there was like a hole. I would say two by four cabin. (laughs) Yeah, there are holes and stuff. There was a ladder going up. Like, I want to know did they stay in the top part or something? I don't know. It was a very small attic, whatever that was, or loft. 
Well, you also have the furnace thing, but that didn't come all the way through, did it? You mean the chimney? Yeah. Did it come all the way through? Did yeah. you see it inside? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't maybe... go inside? No, I didn't go oh, okay. inside. But yeah. you looked inside. It was cool. Everybody goes up there to carve their name in it. That's for sure. I know. People. That's rude. It is rude. You're right. <laughs> It was so overall, pretty, though. The yeah. view, like, you could see for miles, well, yeah, and it was like, a clear day. Yeah, it was a super clear day, which we're very grateful for, because today is opposite. But there's, like, <laughs> it's literally 360-degree views. What was the summit? Was it 8,500 feet or something like yeah, that? And it was very, very windy. It was windy up there. Yeah. It's normally windy when you get up high like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mountains. But yeah, you could even do it in, you know, something less than a Jeep. Something not as superior as a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> but And if you want to hear about the Jeep Badge of Honor or our other Jeep Badge of Honor trails, you can find that podcast at thefaolas.com slash 10. It was our 10th episode. Yeah, we talked about the other trails that we've ran. And the program. So The program itself. Check it out. Still haven't got that sponsorship from Jeep yet, though. So the main little town here near Teton is Jackson, and they have everything you need there. There's a UPS store. There's a Walmart. No, no. no. The Walmart. <laughs> there, is a, there are a couple large grocery stores. There's a Smith's Foods and a uh, Albertson's, which are pretty major grocery stores all over the country. We've already We've been to plenty of those. And we have gas for $4.50. Ooh, yeah. Gas here is expensive. This, I would say Jackson, it's an awesome town. And if you've ever seen pictures of it or anything, you know, the town square has, on each corner, has the huge antler arches. So when we first came into Jackson, which was when we were still staying in Idaho, we drove down just a couple roads because we, we just did the Teton Pass or whatever that yeah. pass is called. And then we drove into Jackson and turned around and drove out, and it was late. So we only did, like, two roads. And it looked really cool, like small town to yeah. me. But now that we're actually in it, it's a lot more you can, populated. The, the hill right next to it, you can see the ski things. Oh, yeah, you can see yeah, the ski. It's a popular winter town, you know, for skiing and snowmobiling. But it's very busy. It's it's not really small town. No. <laughs> it really reminds me of like a Moab, Utah kind of vibe, like a lot of tourists, kind of like a Flagstaff too. It was different. It's a different feel though to yeah. me than even West Yellowstone. West Yellowstone was very built up, but not as much as Jackson. I wouldn't really say West Yellowstone's built up. Not like Jackson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. It's different to me than Jackson's Jackson. way more commercial. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. It's very commercial, very different. Yeah. Than I thought it was when we first came into Jackson. Yeah. But there's Still a lot really to do. Nice. There's a yeah. lot, ton of restaurants, bars, shops. Um, there's like, I feel like there's like a mountain bike place on every block there's like rafting places on every block so plenty to do if you come here for like outdoor sports and then right inside the teton national park is the teton village which was so cute now that is the village that i was looking for it had twinkle lights and um was it that where the the light up trees were yep 
It was so pretty. Yeah, if you drive by it at night, it literally feels like you're like I don't know, maybe like in the Swiss Alps or something. Yeah, like it's like it's like a ski village at Disney in the winter. Something, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have the mountains behind it, the ski mountain, and there's skiing there, and the buildings are all kind of high like up. The lodging, and yeah. lodge looking, yeah. They're it, it was really cool. But that whole area is cool. Like Jackson is, I'd like to visit this area in the winter. We might. Are you guys going to go like to like five places on your anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> While we were staying in this area, we also drove into Yellowstone to do the last few things that we had to do there. Like Old Faithful. Yes. So here's the story about Old Faithful. It gets really, really busy. Um, and we had brought our dogs because we didn't know how long we were going to be gone for and we didn't want to leave them in the RV all day. And so we realized this at, we, we drove to, what is that other? Um, the Grand Prismatic Overlook? Yes. Yeah, so we drove all the way there and then we realized, oh, wait a minute, we can't go to this overlook because we have our dogs with us. And, and it's like <laughs> a long hike and I didn't bring my correct shoes. And yeah, there was a lot of things going against us yeah. at that spot <laughs> but it's like a two mile it's two miles it's, or a, so. it's roughly two mile round trip and so for tony and the girls to do it and then me to go do it it would have been crazy plus i was like i don't really want to sit here and wait for you to do a two mile trip um, um well i was one by coming back plus one is two okay so two <laughs> miles <laughs> good job that's called a two mile round trip that's a round trip when you add them all together when you go there and back. So we realized there, like, wait a minute, we didn't plan this very well. <laughs> we should have did this. And one. not to mention, like, the final factor, it was really busy. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're there Labor Day weekend. We were there yesterday. Yeah, it was a, the Sunday of the Labor Sunday. Day weekend. And it was really, really busy there. But I have to say, that was probably the busiest day we were there, for sure. In the whole park. Yeah, the whole At time we were entrance, there. entrance, yeah. At any time, that was the busiest, and it wasn't. It's it was busy, but it still wasn't like like the how they're scaring us busy. Yeah, like the rumors. Yeah, like the rumors. Yeah, when we first came to Yellowstone, I expected to to get into any gate. We had to wait like an hour or something. Even that day, we didn't wait. No, to get in. Well, Tony picked the wrong thing. I mean, so we still only waited five minutes. <laughs> yeah, every car in front of us had to actually pay cash instead of. I'm not any good at picking the gate, the fast <laughs> gate. Okay. So now I think we can say that, you know, being there Labor Day weekend is a busy weekend. I mean, it's probably not as busy as maybe Fourth of July weekend or something. Uh, but being there Labor Day weekend and it still wasn't like terrifying. No. Just I would say probably some of the more popular attractions, but even Old Faithful wasn't well, that bad. Yeah, we okay, so we got to Old Faithful at the what time? Five thirty. I think the the next predicted eruption was supposed to be at five forty nine. Okay. And so, I think we got there after five. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, it was like close to. Like 10 after five or a quarter after five. Yeah. And we literally got like a spot, like five parking spots yeah. to the area that you like go and sit down. So, I mean, there was a lot of cars there, um, but I think there's other things there that those people were at because we got a spot really close. Um, and there was probably like 500 people there. Um, but they were, you know, they're all spread out. That spot can hold quite a few people. Um, we got a spot that was really close and there was like 
15 spots right there. So it wasn't like we got lucky. Like there was like 15, <laughs> 15 to 20 spots open in that area. Yeah. And the, the, that part of the parking lot is kind of like an oval with parking spots on either side of the road. And where we were parked, there was a couple of empty spots. So we took one and the other side though was like, I would say probably less than half full. Mm-hmm. And then we got out, we walked over, we laid the blanket down and had the dogs out there. Oh, what I was going to say um, is I was a little nervous that I was not going to be able to see Yellowstone because I we had drove through that parking lot early on our trip and it was so big. I'm like, this place is going to be packed full. It's Labor Day weekend. We're going to be so far away from the, the uh, geyser and I got to stay with the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really, Which you volunteered by the way. Yeah. I volunteered to stay with the dogs. And then I, what I figured we would do is go there first, see, see one and then go do a couple other things and then come back. But it didn't work out that way, the way the timing was set. So I was a little bummed driving there. I was trying to be cool and say, it's okay, but I was a little bummed. <laughs> so when we actually got there and we were able to get a spot right there and then we were able to take our dogs there that I didn't think you could do either. So yeah, no, but there was plenty of other dogs there. Yeah. Um, and you could bring the dogs like where we were sitting. I could see just fine. We didn't go right up to like the main viewing platform. It's kind of like a horseshoe goes kind of around the geyser, but everything behind that is like a huge, kind of like a big field and there's seats all around Mm -hmm. out on the outskirts. And we we were all right there and we had a great view. Yep. I saw everything just fine. Didn't get wet. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was nervous about. Getting sprayed with hot water. There was a. A few people in front of our campsite. Our campsite, our spot. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a campsite. Yeah, right before it erupted, a couple people just kind of stood somewhat in the way, but we could all see it. It was nice. We put the blanket out and we sat there. We thought we'd be waiting for hours. <laughs> our lunch. But it ended up to be like 30 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't too yeah, bad. Yeah, I think we, yeah, it might have been 30 minutes. and Or 10 minutes. And off in the distance, there's other geysers that are erupting, like, you know, 60 feet in the air or something. You can see those and steaming fumaroles everywhere. And Old Faithful gives a little, like, plays a couple little tricks on you before it erupts. Yeah, like the smoke goes away. Well, it was it steams, like, the whole time. So it's steaming constantly. And then... um I don't know, it was probably five or six minutes before the main eruption. It kind of burbled up. Like but the steam slows. It st- slowed down a little bit. And then there was like a two or three foot kind of like eruption. Mm-hmm. And I Water heard everyone's like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> like, and then it quit. And then a couple minutes later, it did it again. Like a couple <laughs> feet just kind of boiled up and burped. And everybody did the same thing. Like, oh, like getting ready. And but then, then it, it erupted, away. and it was pretty crazy. Yeah, way and higher. It was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you could really, I, I can see why being closer would be a little cooler because you can. I was standing, I don't know, maybe thirty yards behind the main viewing area, and just taking pictures and video, and I could really hear like the volume of water rushing out of there. So I imagine being closer is cooler, but. I was, I'm satisfied where we thought, where I was. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Lexi recorded it. How long was it? It was like, I think it was three minutes and 44 seconds. Yeah. It was. Good job. And usually what happens, the longer the eruption is, 
the longer the interval between eruptions goes. So that makes sense. So yeah, Old Faithful doesn't really have like it's not like on the hour. It has a a variance between. I mean, it, it everything you read is a little different, but roughly between an hour and hour and a half it erupts. It was really cool though. What yes. do you guys think? I thought it was amazing. Like it was. When like, it actually erupted, we're like, whoa, as it's yeah. like going like, up in the I air, like that's way I higher. I tilt my head up like halfway up the sky to see it. It was so tall. And we did a little bit of math. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too much math. But Steamboat, we were talking in the car, Steamboat actually, the highest eruption was 300 feet, mm-hmm. which is probably twice as high. Almost twice as high. Is what we saw. Yeah. And you can when you're on when you go view steamboat, you can actually get pretty close to it. Yeah, you can get I think much closer to that one than you can to Old Faithful. Which is crazy because if that actually erupted three hundred feet, you'd be getting wet with like yeah. hot water. Yeah. <laughs> like that wouldn't even have time to cool. Pretty well at Steamboat Guys, or if you remember, there's signs all over in the parking lot that say Oh yes, I forgot about that. Park at your own risk because if it erupts your car will get mineral water all over it, and it could harm your paint. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. and that makes complete sense to me now, now that I've seen. Yeah, because it goes a whole football field up into the air. Yeah, I just didn't really think the feet-wise, I guess, until I saw Old Faithful. Yeah. Because Old Faithful is like 150 or so feet. On average, yeah. It goes higher than that, like 180, 190 feet, but on average is like 130, 140. So Steamboat's twice as high. Is what so we it's saw higher Old than Old Faithful. Yeah, twice as high. Twice as high, double. Okay, it actually... so why is Old Faithful like the big guy? Yeah, like <laughs> the most famous geyser in the whole park, the whole world, probably. It's just the most well-known one. Even if you listen to our Gypsy Guide, he says Old Faithful isn't the most impressive geyser. It's just the most popular. I mean, it's still really big. Yeah, it was it awesome. It was really cool. I'm glad we made the, that trip. And uh, I would say if you're going to do Old Faithful, if you're able to do the different um, sections like we did, do it from the west side. Mm-hmm. It was to, just a really long drive from the south side. But To be completely honest, I know a lot of people will stay in the south so they can do the Tetons and Yellowstone. It's really long, though. I almost feel like there's really nothing to see from the south side. There's a bunch of pull-offs and stuff. Like, you get Moose Falls. You have Lewis Lake and Lewis River and, and Lewis yeah. Falls. Like, there's a lot of, like, little stuff to do. There's just no major things like Old Faithful and the but geyser basins and stuff. You could do that if you were staying at the West or something. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, so, I know we said this on the last podcast, but if you're going to view Yellowstone and you don't get to go to all the different <laughs> stops or all the different entrances... I would recommend staying at the west or the north. I don't think the north was too bad either. Yeah. Um, and you will get, but if you stay in the north or you stay in um, the west, you could easily go around the park. I mean, they would be full days, um, but you could easily go around the park and see a lot from there. Where if you stay in the south, you have an hour to get into the park pretty yeah. much. And same with Cody. Yep. And the northeast is also because you have to you have quite a long ways there too. 
really depends on what you're going there to see. But I would say, yeah, that's probably why the west entrance is the most, you know, visited entrance. But you, it's easier access to everything from those north and west. If you're doing a Teton Yellowstone adventure, I recommend booking two different spots. <laughs> Either a campground or hotel or... Um, you know, stay in the Teton area and then, and then go to Yellowstone. Um, I think you'll get your money's worth a little bit. Or if you can, if you can swing it reservation wise, stay right in the park. I mean, Mm -hmm. that, that would solve a lot of travel issues for us. But you'd still have to stay one, you know, stay like in Tetons and then stay in Yellowstone. Yep. So we didn't actually do the, um, Grant Village or West Thumb Basin. Um, well, we kind of drove past the West Thumb Basin, right? When we're coming from so, Cody to... We, yeah, we didn't get to actually explore West Thumb. Um, but there are a lot of really pretty uh, hot springs there. Um, there's some. There's more features like kind of really close to Yellowstone Lake. And there's the... Um, we learned about it. There's the... Fishing Cone? Fishing Cone. And the way that it got its name is way back in the day, fishermen would catch fish. and then In they, Yellowstone Lake. In Yellowstone Lake. And they would dip their fish in fishing cone, hot spring, to boil them. Because the smell didn't scare them off. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's not stinky. Who knows? Mm, it just doesn't seem right. I don't know. But it's not a... And that's why those people died at like 25. <laughs> But that's no longer a practice there at Fishing Cone. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two really cool areas, though, you can visit. Uh, there's the fishing bridge. There's a natural bridge over there. Yeah. And there's some cool campgrounds. And one thing area. we didn't really cover is any hikes. I mean, there's a bajillion hikes in Yellowstone. So, And part of Yellowstone is only accessible by hiking. Like, if you get it kind of into the, the middle of Yellowstone, there's no roads. And then the southwest corner, the entire southwest corner is not accessible by road. It's all hiking. So I think they should put some dirt roads in. They could even do like a, you know, um, dirt roads. And then, so you have to have like certain vehicles. And then that's, I say that because <laughs> oh, or they could just do uh, dirt roads because it's not as invasive is pretty much what I was getting at, like cementing them. Or because I <laughs> want a better chance. But what I'm getting at is they could even do them as lottery. Yeah. So if they want to keep, you know, the people on the main roads and so that the dirt roads don't get that many people, they can make them a lottery. You have to get a lottery to get on them. Uh, but then it will allow people to, like, possibly see animals. <laughs> Everyone listening to this that's ever been to Yellowstone is like, I saw a lot of animals. I don't know what she's talking about. We just did not get lucky. <laughs> They're all in Teton. Yeah. <laughs> they all moved to Teton. Yep, or Glacier. We saw them in Glacier, too. Yeah. So they were... <laughs> they were... Cool. I think that's it with Yellowstone. That's our Yellowstone trip. It was sad leaving it. Yeah, I had to take a picture of now leaving Yellowstone National <laughs> Park sign. Yeah, because how long has it been since we first came in to Yellowstone? Has it been five weeks? I think it's at least four. Yeah. It was early August. Yeah. So we've been in this area for a long time. And it was really, blah, I mean, really interesting. Really blessed 
to be able to spend so much time in the area. Yellowstone's been amazing. And then... And Grand Teton. Yeah, Grand yeah. Teton has been really cool. I don't know. We got to rank the parks. Where are we going to rank them now? It's kind of messed it all up. Yeah, we'll have to think <laughs> about our ratings and uh, get back to you. Yeah, it's going to be hard once we've been to every national park. <laughs> we would have a thousand badges. <laughs> How many badges? How many parks are there? Sixty. 62-ish? Ish, yeah. So right now, Zion's still up there. I'm, I think what we'll do is just say, like, top five or something. And I'm not going to rank the top five, but I'm going to tell you my top five. <laughs> top five in no particular order. Yes. we got Yellowstone, Teton, Glacier, Zion, and Arches, probably. Arches is your last favorite? No, we're only given five in no particular order. I don't know. People are going to be like, she didn't even have arches on her top list last I think time. I, mine's <laughs> the same as yours, but replace arches with the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I was not big of a fan of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it was just super scary. It's just a big canyon. <laughs> like the biggest canyon in the world, What's maybe. Those, I don't know. What are those pictures? Those things that like make fun of the parks? What's the yeah, canyon the one? Unmotivational. A, yeah, what is it? Just a big hole or something? Something like that. <laughs> That would be my review. <laughs> I'm not good with heights, so anyway, I'd rather. Now, when we go back to the Grand Canyon, we're going to do the north. North Rim, yeah. And I bet you I will like that much better because of the trees. Yeah. I'm not a big deserty, even though I like arches. I don't know. Arches is different because it's cool. I, I don't think it. you know what you it like. It has millions of arches. Yeah, I don't know what I like. I do know that Yellowstone and Teton are up there now for sure. What do you think, girls? Or is Yellowstone your favorite, or do you still have a different favorite? Probably Yellowstone. I mean, Yellowstone. Um, oh, go ahead. Yellowstone and that. Glacier? Coral Reef. Capital mm. Reef? Capital Reef. Coral Reef. I think one of the coolest parts about Teton National Park is that you can see the mountains from everywhere. Yeah. And every angle, they're just so pretty. And they, Big. It, the view changes. Like, it's not just, the, like, the major three summits of Grand Teton National Park. There's, like, from right at our spot right now, it's Mount Moran, which is almost as big. It's just not like a, it's not like a jagged. Pokey. Pokey, like, <laughs> shark tooth looking mountain. It's like a block. But it has glaciers. And it's glaciers right on it that we can see when it's clear. So... It's just cool because the ro the main roads don't go straight north and south. They curve around, so it really changes your perspective of – changes your view. And it's crazy when you come out of trees and see that, yeah. that big, huge mountain there, Grand Teton, right in front of your view. Yeah. Sunsets behind it. That's, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And, and you can get so close to them. Sometimes yeah. you're like – they're far away and they're really pretty, but then sometimes they're like so big, like right by Jenny Lake. They were yeah. big. And that's one thing about, I think that makes it a little bit different with these mountains. There's no real foothills. So there's no like long, wide base to it. They just kind of like shoot up. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I'd say overall Yellowstone um, shattered my expectations as far as, you know, 
I was expecting, like I said it in a different podcast, I was expecting like meadows and bison and hot springs and stuff. Pretty much what we got. No, <laughs> there's way more than that. <laughs> way more than that. Uh, it was a huge part. I mean, it took, what, three podcasts, four podcasts, yeah. five weeks or four weeks or so. I mean. And there's still more to do. Mm-hmm. So. We'll have to, we have it in our book and we'll see it the next time we come in that area. All right. This week we have a digging because the girls have something special that they cannot wait to tell you about. So play the music. What We're Digging is about what we're loving this week. From a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, mom, and dad. All right, I think I'll go first since nobody else wants to. <laughs> He's kidding. Go ahead, girl. First, me. We've kind, Lexi and I kind of got the same thing, but we got a new iPhone. A new one or first one? My first one. First phone. <laughs> You too, right, Lex? Yeah. Mine's black and hers is teal. Teal. I was first not having it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're grounded. Lexi got grounded from her phone before she even received it. <laughs> but you got it. So it was cute when the, the girls were opening their phones. I recorded them. Kylie's all happy and get a, giddy and like getting excited. And then Lexi, I let her open it. And it was cute because I said they, she, I mean, she got grounded off of it. And I said, I was just going to send it back because (laughs) she's already grounded before she even got it. And so I caved because I caved and gave her the phone to open it. And she's opening it in the video and she's like super hesitant. Like (laughs) just, she's like not getting excited. Did you think that I was just going to let you open it and then not give it to you? Take it away right away. (laughs) You were just not very happy. (laughs) I think she was skeptical of the situation. Yeah, a little nervous. <laughs> Either way, um, we got the girls their first phones, and I know what you're thinking. You know, they're eight and five. Why did we do that? But it's really hard for the girls to stay in contact with family and friends. and Consistently. I mean, yeah. They meet people, like kids and stuff, and they play with them, and this is a way for them to stay in contact with Messenger or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then family... Um, this is this is their way of sending pictures and little you know texts and notifications and calling without bugging mom and yeah, dad. Yeah, we started off with a little gizmo watch. For just Kylie. For Kylie, um, which was kind of cool at first, but then we started to realize like she re- she can only send pre-programmed messages, and there's you know very few, and uh, she can record a voice message and send it. And I don't have like so many cool emojis. Well, so for my mom, for example, who's hearing impaired, she can't hear a voice recorded message. So, and she can only receive like, you know, a very small handful of texts. So from the watch, from from the watch. So it really wasn't working out that well. And we had it, I don't know how long we had that thing, like a year, year and a half. And it was cool because it had like a location, you know, on it. We could look, see from our phones, but then anybody else who wanted to receive the messages or whatever, they had to have a special app on their phone. And they didn't get the notifications. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, Yeah. it's like kind of So we decided on the phones. It wasn't that much to add it to our plan and we knew that they would love it, which they have. They've been obsessed. We have loved it so much. Yeah, and to our friends, their friends and family, sorry about 
<laughs> yeah, all the messages. Overwhelming messages. And it's hard right now because we're two hours different from them. They're East Coast, our family and friends are, and we're Mountain Standard Time right now. And so there's been a few times that the girls have been sending messages, and I'm like, oh, it's midnight there. <laughs> Stop. What color is your phone, Lex? Teal. A very, well, when. I think it's, it's green. Yeah. yeah, it said green, but it's more of like a tealish green. It's like I, mint I th- green. It's I think it's sea foam. It looks like mint chocolate chip to me. <laughs> Without the chips on it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and what one's yours? Just plain black. Yeah, you picked black. <laughs> but we're gonna we're both getting purple cases. Yeah, they've got cases on the way. The girls have been taking some cute photos with their phone. That phone takes some pretty good photos and they got some good Images of the Teton Mountains and Yellowstone. Actually, it was Lakes. It, yeah, Lexi took a photo of Old Faithful that I didn't even get. <laughs> I got like thousands. Yeah, we had to delete a few. <laughs> but they can finally start pulling their weight around here with photos. Dad, what are you digging? I'm really just digging this area for a few few good reasons. The wildlife. I, I actually it sounds silly, but I really enjoyed waking up early. And getting out there, because there were one less people, even though there were still quite a few. It was just really cool to get um, as close as I did to the the bear, adult bear, and the cubs. It was really cool. But yeah, the, just the views, like our first spot, the upper Teton view camping spot, was amazing. Every time I walk outside, I just had to stare at the mountains. Yeah, they. It's like a moth to light. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I'm like, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> Looking all around. But this area is just cool. And it Jackson's is. cool. You know, all the little surrounding things. I'm digging the Wii Boost, <laughs> which we finally broke down and got. It is a signal booster for phones. Yeah, for like your cellular and data, right? Yep. For cellular and data, yep. Uh, I've read a ton of reviews where it said it didn't help much, so I was pushing it off. For the longest time. Yeah, for like a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's 500 bucks, and, you know, I heard in the reviews that it doesn't help that much and all this other stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend $500 for it to not help that much. Uh, but some of the reviews that I read said, you know, it only helps when you have like one bar, if you have at least one bar. Um, and a lot of the places we stay, like for example, the two spots here in the Tetons is one bar. <laughs> so I'm like, even if I could just get two or three, that might make things a little bit better. And that's um, really what it did. It did. It gave us about three bars. And it's, I don't, I don't have it mounted permanently. That's why I'm not digging it this week because I have another job ahead of me <laughs> is to actually mount it and run the wire and stuff like that. But once it's installed properly... Like, all I did was take it out of the box, put everything together, and I stuck the antenna out on the table. And it boosted from one to three to three bars. Oh, was it four, though? No, oh, it got up three. to three bars. But it was a noticeable difference, you know, even for our Verizon hotspot. And I will say that, like, where we were at, we have, I mean, it's sending, like, we can send photos. And sometimes we'll have, like, a bar, but it won't send photos. So, like, we have a good bar here. It's just... Like, you have to sit in a certain spot to actually, like, make a phone call. Um, Like, text messages go through fine and stuff like that. It's just that the actual phone call part wasn't. So the three bars helped that dramatically. Um, So we broke down. I mean, it's like $500. So I was like, I don't want to spend $500 on something that 
might work or is just going to improve it a little bit, you know, but we've gotten to a lot of places where we've just had that one bar. Uh, and I think that it'll help us. I think it'll be a good improvement once we get it all set up properly and get the, uh, the indoor booster put where we need it. Yeah. I'm excited. So I think, yeah, for traveling, like what, with what we do with Chris and working and stuff, it's important that we have a strong signal. So. Um, so we'll give you updates on it. Uh, we'll link to it, of course, in the podcast or in the show notes and on a future podcast, we'll give you an update on how well it's working. I'm just digging the first little glimpse I had at (laughs) from one one to three, (laughs) uh, worked better. Um, but I'll let you know in a future podcast, how well it, how, how worth it is. We'll do a gear review on it. Yeah. Good idea. We'll do a gear review after having it for a while and see if it's worth the 500 bucks. And I think that's going to close out the Yellowstone series. Yellowstone Teton series. <laughs> sad. It is sad. I, like, I feel sad. I feel like I'm abandoning Yellowstone right now because we're leaving tomorrow. Yeah, this area is remarkable. I mean, it's pretty, so pretty. You could, I could definitely have land out here. Yeah. Wyoming's cool. Montana's cool. A little scary. <laughs> Tony's been terrified of grizzlies. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's weird for me because you're not scared of much. Let me just tell you a little bit why. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You're not scared of much. And you've been scared I'm not of scared this. of anything. Yeah, I know. And you've been scared of this grizzly bear. You didn't roll down the window in the park to take a picture of him. You didn't want to take the dogs out to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I, there's not a lot of things that I really take seriously, honestly. Yeah, you're but kind of a funny guy. I started doing, I went down a rabbit hole of grizzly bear attacks. <laughs> and the northeast gate of uh, Yellowstone, Cook City, Montana, the first campground that we were going to stay at, and we ended up moving to a second, the one right down the road. Multiple this grizzly bear attacks. This is a family podcast, just so you know. <laughs> fat- fatal grizzly bear attacks. like, And <laughs> you read, the, I read too much in too much information and uh it's pretty brutal so i'm scared of grizzly bears no yeah you still <laughs> swim in the ocean yeah no i don't <laughs> not a fan of the ocean either i like to wade in the ocean but i'll take my northern united states rivers and lakes all day long yeah wyoming has been amazing uh i definitely could have land here I think you'll hear that a few times when you hear Tony's, uh, what's your comment that you make on every, <laughs> I could go on and on about it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's his. You'll hear me say I could buy land here <laughs> as we drive across the country. That's my goal is to find like, where are we going to find land? And it's a very high bar because I don't want to settle down anywhere. I'm yeah. loving this life. Um, so it's going to be interesting where we decide to actually buy some land again. Yeah. But I have a feeling it'll be in the western region, though. Yeah. Texas is slowly fading away. I, I love Texas, but... <laughs> I have to go back. I have to go back to Texas because I'm starting to, like... I feel like I'm cheating on it. So from here, we're moving east. We're going to start beelining east. Yep. We spend some time in South Dakota, Michigan, and then Smoky Mountains area. Yep. Then for a warm winter. Yep. We have the keys in mind. Pretty excited about that. Yep. I just looked at my alarm to 
book that in October. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that is what we have coming up. We're leaving the Teton Yellowstone area tomorrow. And I think that's a wrap. If you need the show notes for this episode, thefailas.com slash 15, yep. you will find them. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Fayolas. We share a ton of photos, stories, and different things. That's going to do it. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye. (laughs) If you've made it this far, you've got to hear the bloopers. Yeah, Kylie. Whoever said that. Mushes. Mushes? Whatever it's called. Marshes. Mushes. Marshes are mushes. Moose would love that. It's mushy. (laughs) When we were out there. Oh, did you mean marshy? Maybe. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I heard heard you saying mushy, but I thought you were just saying mushy. (laughs) Tomatoes, tomatoes. (laughs) That's cute. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Can you guys hear my stomach crawling? No. No. It, it really reminds me like of a Moab or something like that. It's, you know, heavily relied on a tourist town. Let me say that because I was burping. <laughs> was I was crabby. speaking, <laughs> talking through a burp. I can't. There's like a clod in my throat. When are we going to do digging? I really want to dig. Like canyons, kind of. Canyons go down, but sure. The opposite of canyon. (laughs) What's the opposite of canyon? A mountain. mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just hear my belly crack? Um, she, she said, um, mom said. We don't need to go into the details. I called my island friendship. (laughs) Did you see your eyes? They just twinkled, I think. (laughs) You didn't have your family with you? Yeah, I was riding solo. Finding a new lover. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at the 60 next week. I think it's beer 30.